Top of the flops, top of the flops, top of the flops. Well, last week I was thinking what we're we going to do this week. Mm. And I thought the kin phone, Microsoft kin, which yeah. we didn't get in England, which we don't, not many people know about in the UK because yeah. we never got it. But yeah. it was an unmitigated, absolute 100% disaster. Maybe the most disastrous launch of any phone to ever exist. Really? Yes, it was awful. I, I think you might be over-exaggerated because I've had some terrible phones. No, no, this was this was one of the worst things to ever happen to any company ever. Okay, okay. So, but then I thought about it, and I was like, there was a little bit on that, but I was like, I don't know if we could do a whole episode about that. I thought, maybe we just do all the Microsoft mobile mm. endeavours they had. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. And I looked at it, I thought, well, maybe we'll do Steve Barm, Steve Barmer, who was the CEO at the time. Yeah, yeah. Who's now not? Who's no, he's definitely not. One of the worst CEOs to ever exist. I also, think. couldn't look like he knew less about tech if he tried. No, exactly. Yeah. So, thought maybe we'd do the whole of Microsoft underneath him, mm. and every sort of disaster, maybe. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we just focus on the phones. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think because obviously they had things under his tenure like XP, which was yeah. uh, mm-hmm. an unmitigated disaster of a release because he banked on the, the, the Windows licenses. Yeah, exactly. He, he had the momentum of Windows licenses carrying him along. Mm. And, he, and he added no extra value. No. You know, nothing for... But I'm, I'm in agreement. I think that's one that we need to kind of sit down. I need to sort of we need to work out what the narrative is. Yeah, the, I need to we, sort of yeah. spend a lot of time on that. I want to spend some time on that. And also, I'm going to do an Apple one as well, Ooh. just so you're not... You know, yeah, yeah, no, no, comparison. Apple, Apple had yeah. flops with a bad CEO as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Some terrible things that came out from Apple as well. So yeah. we'll be doing them too, but they need a little time to gestate. I need to think about them. Exactly, yeah. I feel like I've had a bit of a cold this week. I'm a bit, a bit run down. So yeah. I thought we'd go somewhere a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd do... Avatar. Oh, what? James Cameron's... Because yeah, they've got the sequels coming. Really huge success. How was that a flop? No, The Last Airbender. Oh, you mean... Oh, the adaptation of the... F- yeah, of course. <laughs> we didn't practice that. I mean, I know that sounded so polished. <laughs> yeah, that sounded so polished and smooth. <laughs> we didn't practice any of it. But, okay. So, M. Night Shyamalan's adaptation of the... Air quotation mark children's, because it's brilliant. Yes. Uh, even if you're an adult, it's brilliant. Children's uh, TV series, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes, which when it was a film, obviously, we just called The Last Airbender because they didn't want to get confused with Avatar. Yeah, exactly. It's quite funny, actually, is they, they changed the name um, from Avatar to Last Airbender to not confuse with the James Cameron series. Yeah. And then they changed pretty much everything else in the film so it didn't get confused with the TV the series, series yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in case you, you haven't got it, we are not fans. Um, no, I'm not a fan. No, absolutely. I, I thought so what's the to... narrative then? What what took place here, Daryl? I don't, well, I thought to myself, I'll watch it. Because mm. I remember watching it before, but I only got 10 minutes in and I was like, this is unwatchable. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'll watch it again. Yeah. It was only available for rent, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was streaming somewhere, I would have watched it. I'm not paying for it. It was like, not that I condone this. It's like, I'm not even putting the time in for a dodgy download. No, no, you know, no. If like, it was streaming no. somewhere, I might have streamed it. Yeah. But no, I'm not no. going to I'm not no, going to no. put myself out there. I'm not going to pay for it. I honestly, so so I, I, um, I got burnt in the past with these kind of things. I've said to you before about I really I hated TV adaptations because yeah. I never felt they could do well, justice. Tr- tricky, tricky said to me. Yeah. That he thinks that we should have done this uh, Dragon Ball Revolution. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say next. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that at the time. I was thinking, is this going to be? Because I think I know what the narrative 
to these right, stories. Okay. I think, I think, which is weird because I, I never normally come up with a narrative. Well, you can. You, let's have a look. What's your narrative? Well, well my my narrative, my narrative is films that are adaptations. So mm-hmm. you could throw um, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can throw Airbender. Yeah. You could throw Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. You could throw Street Fighter. Yeah. You know, like just those four off the top of my head. I think Double Dragon as well. I think yeah. if I remember mm-hmm. right, is, is is a terrible adaptation. Just those five. Where, and here's the big problem, is it seems like all of those properties were made by people that had no knowledge understanding or more importantly appreciation for the source material yes exactly that's the first problem yes the second problem is that you are making this title because mm-hmm. you are banking on the um the built goodwill in. yes the built-in fan fan base yes so it's drive it but you are then making something that's unrecognizable to that product yeah mm-hmm. so you are not going to get their goodwill certainly no, not exactly. in the in the long term and finally finally and I am going to put it out there because it. I I I think that when it comes to casting people, you should cast based on ability. Yes. Certainly, if the role is racially ambiguous, mm-hmm. okay, just go for whoever the best actor is. Who's yeah. going to give you the best performance? Mm-hmm. However, when there is a definitive sort of um, not necessarily definitive, because last end bed, I wouldn't necessarily is definitive, but it is. Def- but it is most certainly not a TV show about a bunch of white people. No. That's for sure. For sure. And yet, and yet, that's what all the protagonists in it were. Yes. They were all white people. Yeah. And, and when you, if you watch the show, you'll know this. Although I don't think it ever says Japan or China or, no, or no. any of that kind of, that, that Eastern Asia area, no. it evidently is because of the writings, because of the, the sort of um, influences you yeah, see the, from, from the, that culture. The, the last airbender basically yeah. they are the four elements aren't they yes they are mr fantastic invisible woman the thing so not far off as well like, no, no, I mean, no. if you took invisible woman out and made well, it no, invis- invisible water. A, a visible woman no the visible woman's air yeah because all the air tribe are invisible because they've been killed yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, makes um, sense. you got the fire tribe yeah they're johnny storm yep yeah. you got the earth tribe there's a thing because they throw yeah. rocks and you've got the water tribe because they use water to be arms and things like that. I think you're stretching that a bit to be honest. Hey! <laughs> okay, so anyway, so that, those are my three, if you like, fundamental yeah, problems. But so the, the air tribe, which were like Tibetan monks. Mm, they were sort that's of, right, yeah. Although yeah. they never really drawn that Tibetan to me. They've kind of, they look kind of Western. Yeah. Even Ang does. I mean, you could say maybe. Uh, or is the, in the film. Now, that, that's another point as well. In the you film. Got the, you got the... Uh, East tribe, the yep. Eastern uh, Water tribe, they are definitely Inuit. They definitely without shadow of a doubt. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's definitely what they are. They're definitely mm-hmm. that's who they are. And then you got the Fire tribe, who are definitely Japanese. Yeah, yeah, mm. almost certainly. And, and and the things that I've watched, even with the creators, I think who, funny enough, are Western. Yeah, the creators. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we exactly. did throw me a little bit, but even they said, yeah, that's where we got our influences yeah, exactly, from. Like, yeah. If you look at them now, so as I said, the first problem. Right. That I had with with The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is, I did exactly the same as you. Got about 10, 15 minutes into the film, turned it off. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. I, ca- I cannot watch this. Like, yeah. It's terrible. The first problem, as I said, was having somebody make the film who is not not even a fan of the source material, but isn't even really aware of it. No, yeah, right? exactly. And from what 
I, I now did see this, M. Night Shyamalan. He said that uh, he made the film because his daughter went to her fancy dress and she dressed up as Cora. Right, okay. So he wanted, if he was going to do a kid's film, he wanted to do a kid's film for her. And that is absolute... Rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah, absolute rubbish. Because, firstly, then you should have got her in to tell you what actually happens exactly. in the show. What, what, I mean, like, what you know was, what happened was, <clears throat> he... He'd been doing these films, mm. the village had come out and it had flopped. Yeah, big time. I don't know if he flopped, but it wasn't critically, and people had just had enough of him. They were just like, he's on his way down, he's on yeah. his way out. Yeah. He needed to make something. Yeah, he picked, he, he awesome welled. He picked early with Sixth Sense. Exactly. And then since then, he has not had anything so else. So when the uh, Nickelodeon, who yeah. also don't care about Avatar, obviously. Yeah, clearly. When they have come to make the when they make this film, mm. they say, "Oh, M Night Shyamalan, we can get him. He's prestige. Yeah, he knows how to, he knows how to make a film. Yeah, well, no, even if you don't like the village, you, he, we all can. He knows how to film. No, I think if there's one thing, because people do like to also knock he him. he's good with kids as well. Uh, yeah, of course he is. Holy yeah. Osman, yeah, 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 yeah Osman and, yeah. and the kid in the signs and yeah. the kid in the he, he yeah. can direct children. And he did yeah. the visit uh, later on with the two kids. Mm. He's actually good at directing children. Yeah. And this film has a lot of children in it. Yeah, absolutely does. Yeah. So we'll get M Night in. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, yeah. I could do this. Yeah. In place of having big stars because we've got to have a lot of kids. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. so there's not really any big stars we can have. Instead, we'll bring in a big director. Yeah. You know, that'll mm-hmm. be the gravitas behind it. You know. Yeah. So they go to cast. Now, the, the kid who plays Ang. Or, or as they call it, and this another issue, Ang. They call him Ang throughout the whole series. And again, like if you'd only ever read it in a comic or a book, I could forgive that. Or if you that. just read the Wikipedia. Or if you just read the Wikipedia. Which I, you did. Yeah, probably. I could forgive mm-hmm. the fact that you don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But when there is seven seasons of a TV show where yeah. they say his name several times oh, an yeah. episode, mm-hmm. you've got no excuse. I think one of the biggest problems with this film is Nickelodeon. You okay. know, didn't you? No. Because no. I think they wanted a kid's film. Yeah, yeah. I think they didn't like the fact that adults liked the TV series as much as the kids because they wanted it to be a kid's film. Yeah. So if you're making a kid's film, it doesn't matter if you say Ung or you just, or all the people are supposed to be in which are now white because. The, the the female you got in her dad's a millionaire and he's paying you money to put him into the film yeah yeah exactly I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what happened that's why the white for well yeah that's what well that, yeah exactly because they, they as, as what you notice is very much uh, the way that they have done this film is depending on what faction you are that also dictates your race yeah so whoever they hired cast to be that particular, that the, the leader, if you like, of that faction. So she was the leader of the, uh, was it Air Tribe? or water? No, she's Water, isn't she's she? She's Water Tribe. They're yeah, water she's tribe. Water. The Water Tribe find him under the ice. Yeah, right. That's and he's obviously stuff. from the Air Tribe, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's the last one. But, but, it, but obviously the, the way that they worked is whoever is it essentially for the film's purposes, the main person of that tribe, everybody else matches their race. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And that therein causes another problem. Because then what you have is you have all of... The protagonists are, um, you know, Western, yeah. white, mm-hmm. yeah. and all of your antagonists are your kind of Western Asia, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that area, like kind of India, that, that you yeah. know, like, and you, know, you look at it and go, so what are you saying? You're saying that, you know, if, if you're born like of that ethnicity, you will be part of that group and therefore you become an enemy. Yeah. You know, like it's for a kid's film. Yeah. Like that, I that, mean, that is something that's in the text of The Last Airbender. About the about um, the, all the fire tribe are Japanese, basically, but not all the fire tribe are. I mean, it's only the leaders. Mm. You always forget about this. The leaders of the country do not reform the country. 
No, no, they don't so want. So I mean, some yeah. people like some people said. Uh, um, some band said about playing Israel, and they said, "Why are you playing Israel?" And they said, "Well, not everyone in Israel Israel was the Israeli government. You might not like the Israeli government. Yeah. Don't tire everyone from that country with the same brush." No, absolutely. Exactly. Not. I, I've I've been, as you know, I've been to. Exactly. I spent I spent many months. And we used out to there. say the same thing about South Africa. Yeah. If you're a Radiohead and you're playing South Africa, yeah. you're probably playing to the liberal people who didn't like apartheid in the first place. And so yeah. why should they be suffering? Yeah. Because their government. Well, it's, and it's always the case, isn't it? Minority ruins it for the majority yeah. and the government the establishment is always the minority because there can't be as many of them as there is no, sort exactly. of uh, subjects if you like if you're talking about royalty in the country you know but yeah no, we, we could go off into right, a yeah, whole anyway, tangent so, on that but, so, but, but as we were saying mm. also M. Night Shyamalan is Indian obviously. yeah yeah, or of Indian descent I don't yeah. know if he's well, I think he's Indian yeah. so and so but they weren't originally Indian they were actually going to be Japanese Oh right, okay, okay. But then they hired the the Dev, king, Dev Patel. No, no, the king. Oh, oh, He's the oh. who played his father. Oh, really? Yeah, they hired him, and oh. he was Indian. So then they sacked everybody else and yeah. got everyone else to be Indian to come in to be Indian. Ah, oh, because I thought that they'd hired because Dev Patel would have done um, Slumdog. Yes. Just before that, if my memory's mm-hmm. right. So I thought they'd brought Dev Patel in as the star name. If you like, and then they they did the rest of no, the. No, they got his father in as a star. Oh. I think he's a big Bollywood star, and so they got him oh. in. And then I was like, "Well, we've got to change everyone to Indian now." Yeah, so that's why they're all Indian, even though they're. Yeah, but um, I mean, but I was saying M Night Shyamalan. He, I think he thought he was making a kids' film. I really do think yeah. that's what they told him. The yeah. Nickelodeon film. Yeah, yeah. Based on the kids' cartoon, he thinks he's making it for kids, but he wasn't. He was making it for twenty-year-olds. Oh, absolutely. But look, and the twenty-year-olds, I've gone and watched it, and it's not good. No, well, everything's I, wrong in here. I don't, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with it. No, because I, I watched this really, really good. Um, it was like a case study right, okay. of the Last Airbender. It was really good, and the reason, what made it good, is it inserted not only just images from the film. Okay. But people talking about the film, people were part of the creative process, and in particular, the two guys that created it. Mm-hmm. And they said, one of the biggest problems is we, obviously as creators, were there to advise on it yeah. and mm-hmm. give. They said they listened to none of no, it. No, you could they tell. They just ignored all of it, right? And I'm thinking, oh, okay, that sounds like the studio ignoring it. But then, you know, M. Knight is a, you know, he's a filmmaker. He, he probably understands studio involvement most directors most do not like studio involvement no. you know they, they understand it's the bane of any filmmaker's existence work with people that know the source material that's what I would suspect until in this video essay they showed a little interview okay. and this is where it got me and I was like oh he didn't care either even though he says he did it for his daughter so it's, I think it's before season 3 or season three's just come out okay. The Last Airbender or Avatar and they're sitting in like a cinema thing. Right, okay. And you've got one of the creators is sitting in a row back. And it was a really weird sort of setup as well. Was why are they sitting on different rows? Why are they... Yeah. You could tell that they, this is possibly the first time these two have ever spoken. Right, okay. So ever spoken, right? The and creator and M. Knight. Yeah. The creator and M. Knight. And it really looks that way. Okay. It looks like these two have never spoken again. And he looks non-interested. M. Night really right, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the creator throws uh, a question. He was like, oh, of course, now having seen the first two episodes of season three, you know, you'll have lots of ideas. You'll know where we're going with this. And he just looks at him and you're like, you can see it in his face. He has not watched the first two episodes. No, he, he hasn't watched any of it. And he's just looking at him and I'm thinking, there is a man that doesn't want you to have anything to do with this. He's got his own idea of what yeah. kind of film he's going to make. And, and I, I wonder... 
I wonder how much the studio involvement had versus mm-hmm. how much freedom he was given. Well, the fact that Nicola Peltz is one of the main the, the main sort of female protagonist in it mm. means you can tell it's your studio interference from the beginning because there is no way you would hide her. Well, you say that, right? You There's say no that. way you would hide her because she cannot, she can't, she cannot act. But you say that, and she still cannot act. And every time she's in everything, someone goes. Why is Nicholas Peltz in this? She can't add. Oh, it's because her daddy's rich. Yeah, that's the reason why. Well, he's probably producing or giving money. Yeah, it was money. like the ex-CEO of, of Disney at one point. Oh, was he? Oh, right. It's, yeah, he's yeah, got some money. But you say about her, um, but you can kind of like, again, look at that and say, is it because of that? Because the guy that played Ung, as they called him in that, but yeah. Ang, yeah, yeah. for those that know this series, he wasn't an actor. But he was he be he could do martial arts and he was Taekwondo, a kid. yeah. He could do Taekwondo and he yeah, was but, but that's then, the reason they hired him for. Yeah, but that's not good enough for when when for acting, when when now as somebody that's studied film and TV and actually directed a few films myself. Ooh. I know, I know. And, you know when he says I, films, he means like, you know. Yeah, I've won awards. I've won awards, won two awards. Sexy films. Yeah, yeah, I've won two awards back to back. But let me tell you something about people that can't act. Is they right. over enunciate. Yes. Because they really want it to be clear what they're saying. Yeah, right? yes, they say, oh, yes. Yeah, they really over-enunciate. And the other thing is, they don't know what to do with their body. With their hands. Yeah, especially the hands. So you, you really, if you've got someone that's not a great, even a good actor, yeah. always give them something to do. If their hands are on screen, give them something to do. Otherwise, they just stand there. That's why Brad Pitt's always eating on screen. Always eating, yeah, because you've got to give them something to do. You've got to give them an action beyond a plot driving action. Just mm-hmm. something that humanises them. But what you're actually doing is removing the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so you said about, um, about oh, yeah, you know, that they... Um, they, they hired him because of his taekwondo. Yeah. But then you look at um, X-23. Yes. Because we mentioned that last week, Logan. Yeah. She didn't do any of the martial arts. No, it's true. No, she didn't. But what, they hired her because she was a good actor. Yes. Right? And when you've, you need to, to move a plot forward emotionally. Yes. You know, and, it, and, and I'm going to go into my other issues with the film as well. But she, so, so they were like, okay. Let's bring her in. Daphne Keane. Yeah, for, for the emotional, poignant yes. sort of part of it. And the fact that um, she seems to be fluent in Spanish and English uh, at okay. a young age, because she does obviously speak in Spanish at the start of the film, isn't she? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, she only, she, she don't remember. She only speaks to him in Spanish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Does she speak? I don't know. No, she, oh, yeah, because she, she's with a Spanish woman uh, who's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's one bit when she's shouting at him in but Spanish. I feel they're supposed to, like, it's supposed to be really good. I've watched it a couple of times and I can never remember most of it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's a great film. Only mostly because I think it's, like, the best of the. Mm. The Wolverine. Maybe that's it. It's kind of a bit of a Mandela effect where we remember it being a good film. It's not a good film. It's just better than the ones that preceded yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But um, going back to the point is that she obviously was a good actor, so they brought in some yes. person. They could have done the same with Aang. Could have done exactly the same. Yeah. It's called movie magic for a reason. Mm-hmm. Or you train somebody. I mean, yeah. look at Keanu Reeves. Trained for years to do Matrix. Look what oh, yeah. he, you know, like he learned how to do those well, things you see him do. Keanu Reeves, they say he can do actions upon actions. Like most actors can only do three actions in a row before oh, they right. lose their thread and they've got to cut, cut and they've got to do it again. Yeah. He can do like 12 in a row, yeah. which means it's really good for filming because you can just keep the camera Continue on him. A shot, yeah. And that's why he's so good in John Wick because he can just do all that, all that spin in the back with the yeah. guns and everything. That's him doing it. Yeah, yeah. And he he really just do it is, and he yeah. can just does it in one gut sweep. sweep. Oh, he's, he's tremendous. I mean, he's, like, he's like a dancer. 
he is it's like you know you can cor- now actually funny enough you should say about dancing because um, one of the first um, now one of my favourite films as you know is Rocky mm-hmm. and famously uh, the fight scene at the end yeah. was the first time that anybody had ever choreographed a fight yes at the end of a, of a film like, so normally they just get in there throw punches yeah. do whatever mm-hmm. they actually and they and they, they, they did it like dance yeah. so it was literally like step one step two step three now and and i think you're you're right you know, i thought you was gonna say yeah go on, what did you think i was gonna say um let's talk about still west does this loan did you know that he's script for staying alive Yes, I did know it's his script. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a rejected Rocky Three script. <laughs> no, um, no, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not taking that for two, not even that. Oh, yeah, Rocky goes back to disco days. <laughs> We're going to go back in time. Disco Rocky. boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that, I mean, you've got me with a couple of things, Daryl. I'm like, really? And I'm like, you never, never would have got me with that. But yeah, so, so again, you're talking about. You know, so maybe they should have got someone who's a dancer instead of someone who could do taekwondo. Uh, or maybe, maybe, oh, crazy fault, they get somebody that can act. Well, maybe if you're a dancer and you're like a, a um, what's the word for it, a contemporary dancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're and you're doing a bit of emotions and you can pull the thing, because mm. a dance is a bit, can be a bit more emotional than taekwondo. Taekwondo yeah. is about movement and not your feelings and... I don't really know, Daryl. He had a stick in the video I was looking at. About as much as I can tell you. I'm like, oh, they, they, he spins a stick around really fast. I mean, in the film, the script is terrible. Everyone yeah. says everything four times. I think they say it and they repeat. It's like show, don't tell, yeah? Mm, I was about to if say that. If you watch something that's tell, don't show, yeah. you want to watch I mean, Last Airbender. That's why I couldn't oh. watch it for. I was like, I know, I've seen it. You don't have to explain it to me. I remember We just when found I was... him in the ground. He was yeah. in the snow. We know we saw it. You're yeah. just telling your brother he was there. He saw it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember when I started film I remember the first the, probably the first and only real bit of advice you ever gave me I mean we, we'll talk about film and you'll give me an opinion and things like that but this was out and out solid advice you gave me it was exactly that star. Huh? don't sleep with the star don't sleep with the star yeah you did give me that as well yeah um, and, and I'm, I'm divorced now I wonder what happened then I'm joking I didn't do any of that um, so the that is that is coming through right you know every time you've had a drink out of that <laughs> That has come right through on the mic. Every time we've had... I've got messages on my phone. No doubt it's probably tell Daryl to, to move 10 foot away from the mic when he's drinking. But, no, why didn't you? Because this... Uh, we had a pizza earlier. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. That's we had, why. Yeah. We had it delivered. Oh, right, yeah. And they did frozen Coke. Yeah, okay. You know, Coke slushy. You could order a Coke slushy. So I've got a Coke slushy. Yeah. And, of course, it's a straw with the bit cut at the bottom of it. Oh, right, yeah. So you yeah. can, like, eat it with a spoon. Yeah, yeah, like, eat with a spoon. Yeah. So when you only got a little bit of water, it makes a real good slurping sound. You know what it doesn't make? is a real good story. <laughs> I can't believe you just took two minutes of radio air to explain to me basically a, a I'm a trying straw. to stretch this out because I don't think we can get this segment to an hour this <laughs> week. Oh, it's all right. I've got other bits to talk about. Don't worry about it. If we don't, if we don't get to an hour, we don't get to an hour. I mean, the, the fact is, it is, we've probably spent more time on talking about the last 10 minutes than people did watching it. So yes, I think exactly. we're doing all right in that regard. But where were we? We were talking about um, getting actors in. <laughs> you were talking about the writing show, Don't Tell. Now, I, that was exactly the bit of advice that you gave me um, when when I started making film. You were like... <laughs> Sorry, we just just uh, it's thrown me because we finally did get a message from somebody. Obviously, my phone must have been a bit backed up, telling saying tell Daryl and move ten foot away from there. <laughs> but yeah, show don't tell was the first bit of advice you gave me when it came to filmmaking, and there is not a worse example of that I think I've seen in film 
where it is terrible. Yes. It's like, because I think I know why. I think I've worked it out why he did it. Because he's not a bad writer. No, no, obviously. He's a better director. Yes. But not a bad writer. Yes. He's not, he's not, you know, if... If that was his writing, he wouldn't have been able to do Sixth Sense. Well, Sixth Sense is all show, don't tell, because they don't exactly. never tell you that he's dead. Exactly, <laughs> It's all right? showing you that he's yeah. dead, and not telling you that he's dead. So, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, right. That's what? why there's no actual twist in that film, for. Yeah. If you're watching, oh, no, he's, of course he's dead yeah, the whole time. Exactly, it shows yeah. you dying, it shows yeah. you getting shot. Exactly, because it showed you, but it didn't tell you. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's where, and, and, and that's having faith in the audience. Yes. Right, okay, so here's my... Well, no, that's not having faith in, that's not having faith in the audience. That's like, if I show you, don't tell you, you'll think he's alive. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it's having faith in the audience that at the end of it, yeah. you, you'll appreciate that it was all there. Yes, if you pay attention. Yes, you know, right. So, my two theories on why the writing is mm-hmm. so bad because he wrote this as well, didn't he? he wrote, yeah, it, yeah, produced yeah, it, yeah. directed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. He says, so, I had to fight so hard <laughs> not to do that. Like, I think I've sung about ten times tonight already, and my voice is terrible. I'm not going to ruin people's ears again. So, I think it's this reason. One, he didn't know the source material. Yes. But what he did know was that there was a lot of it out there. And he's trying to squeeze this into an hour and a half, which I've never understood. If you can't, just extend. No. But anyway, right? So, I think firstly, 20 episodes or whatever it was, was already existed. Oh, more than that, 20, no, 70 yeah. episodes of lore already existed. Yes. Right? And I've got to try and fit this into an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And it will take me longer to show you stuff visually compared yeah. to if I just tell you something. Just mm-hmm. get the characters to tell you what's happened, why it's happening. Because in the series, there's a lot of flashbacks and things like that yes. where it shows you. Couldn't really do that. Didn't have the time. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and, and or, or from my second point as mm-hmm. to why I think he did it this way, didn't have the audience for yes. it. So it was his belief that he was making this for children. Yeah, I was saying, he, he was definitely thought he was yeah. making it for kids. So he thinks, oh, I need to tell the kids everything that's happening or going to happen or has happened because they won't understand flashbacks. They won't understand if I start playing around with the... the um, Structure. Yeah, the structure of the film. Uh, the, the narrative. Yes. You know, if, if, I, if, I, if I move away from being a linear narrative, kids don't understand the word linear, let alone non-linear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why the writing is so bad. Mm. But then there is also something else that you learn when you start making films. A good script yes. can be made into a bad film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bad script cannot be, be made, made into, into a, a good, good film. film. So the script might not have been that bad, but the two main characters, Aang and Cora, as we know, are non-actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither of them act. Yeah. So, so now, unless your script is amazing, mm-hmm. you really, you need people with gravitas. You need people... It's hard when you've got children, though, because children can't act. You just give them a line to say, and if they've got a bit of charisma, hopefully it comes out I right. don't agree with that at all. Cold Do not Culkin can act. Hayley Joel Osment. Oh, Hayley Joel Osment, yeah, but... <laughs> Macaulay McCulkin. Macaulay McCulkin. Yeah, are we going to go with yes there? <laughs> so just keep naming... So you said he can't add. You did. No, I'm not having that for two seconds. Although, to be fair... He's not actually done anything in his life. Neither is Hayley Yorke. But to be fair to both of them, they look nothing like what they look like No, no, exactly. A little bit like you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, where you were an angelic child. You were, you know, like, you you were lucky that you had parents watching out for you. You know, like... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> <laughs> you would have been. Oh yeah, yeah. There would have been a vandal. Like, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're not Catholic. Is what you're saying to me. Um, something like that. Yeah, something like that. If 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 you want to read between the lines, and then later, on, please move. Like I know you, I know you can't walk at the moment, but I have got you on a chair with wheels. You're not the one talking. You could have slid back at any point. You were literally a centimetre away from it, still looking at me, drinking out of it, going, not that far away from the bike, am I? <laughs> oh, I was. But look, because I think that um, this week's Top of the Flops, um, really, it's a difficult one to do, actually, The Last Airbender, without just going off about talking about how terrible it is. Mm -hmm. But I think the narrative, as I said, is that you had somebody that didn't know the source. No. And didn't know his audience. Yes. And then finally, you actually, I think the narrative is that everybody involved was having an off day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the writing wasn't on point. No. The acting wasn't on point. The camera work wasn't on point. The special effects weren't on point. And here, most importantly, where the film could have half been saved, yeah. the editing was shocking. Mm -hmm. There are many scenes. Now, as you know, there's a lot of things you can do with editing. And funny enough, I was mentioning the Orson Welles yes. thing. They'll, they'll, they'll love me when I'm gone or when I'm dead. I, can't, I still can't remember what it's called. And he said something that really resonated with mm -hmm. me because it's what I've always felt about. Just film. Yeah, go on. I have a shop, yeah, and you go into the, it's a shop. It's going to be like a soda bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. And you're like, and we're going to give you bottles, recyclable bottles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, and you go in there. You know, like they used to do food by weight. You could just quick save. It was called. And like, I don't know. Yeah, they used to do yeah, this. Made, they, I, I, this is thing where they decided, oh, if you wanted like a cereal, you go buy the cereal, and you could pick it up and weigh it. It didn't work really well. No, it doesn't. But in this day and age, so you can go in there, you can get a pint of different fluids, yeah, yeah. different fruit flavoured squashes and everything. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to get them, you've got to go in there, you get a bucket and you put it down a shaft. Right. And you get there and you put it up the shaft and you can fill your bottle with it. And it's called Awesome Wells. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tell you, Daryl, I'll tell you. Come I'm, I'm going to. I'm... No, I'm not coming. <laughs> That's one of the worst jokes I've ever heard in my life. Ever. That was terrible. Do you know what the worst part about it was? As I was saying earlier, you had that little glint in your eye just before you started speaking, that little sparkle. And, I'm, and you, I was actually getting a little bit uncomfortable the way you were staring at me. I thought, he looks like he's going to pounce on me in a second. And it, clearly, it was because you were so overwhelmingly happy with your... Orson's Wells. Oh, awesome Wells. Awesome. Awesome Wells. That is terrible. That is one of the worst jokes I have ever heard. And you just said it live. There's no taking that back, man. It's so, an off day. It's an off day. Yeah, oh, it absolutely is. But, but thankfully, one of us is having a half a day. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not firing on all cylinders myself. But wanting to move forward from your terrible, awesome Wells joke... <laughs> To the quote that Orson Welles says, who was awesome, and he says, a lot of great moments in cinema are accidents. Powered by Lemon Fanta. No, no it does not say they are powered. <laughs> Could you imagine that, though? If Orson Welles in the 1980s went, they're all powered by Lemon And he did say, we'll miss him when he's, you know, we'll yeah. appreciate him when he's gone. And we're like, he was clairvoyant. You know what I mean? Like, he might be no Nostradamus, but he got Lemon yeah. Fanta, right? Exactly. Anyway. Not available in our shop. <laughs> in our soda, in our soda shop called Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> where people have to come in with a bucket and a nozzle goes into it. Do we give them a lid for their bucket? <laughs> like, I mean, we might as well work it. This. this is top of the flops right now. This is the section we're on. No, we, no what made, made me think of that? Because we're doing top of the flops. You <laughs> want to think of a terrible idea. That's what it no, is. I've saw a terrible idea. This was an absolute, it was an advert for an Indiegogo and it was coming up on YouTube and it was a bottle of water, like yeah. a reusable bottle that had a Bluetooth thing in it at the top of it and it could tell when you poured water into it. Right. And that water generated green tokens which you could use to pay someone to clean up the bottles on the beach. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <sighs> and I've seen the advert four times now. It keeps coming up on YouTube. And the first time I watched, like, it's got a Bluetooth, and it's like, and it can detect if you yeah. And every time you fill it up, it will generate green things, and we'll use it to clean the beach. It's the worst idea in the world. If you wanted for people to clean up the beach, I've got a novel idea. Clean up the beach. <laughs> oh yeah, clean up the beach yourself. But that you know, that's SJWs for you. Um, what I would say mm-hmm. is here. It's a novel idea, Daryl. It is a novel idea. But instead of drinking water, and every time you fill this bottle up, you get tokens that then gives money to people to clean up the beach. I'm crazy here, but maybe we cut the middleman out and we just give people some money to clean up the beach. It's, it's called, I don't know. It's called Rebo Smart Bottle. Well, it's nothing smart it's about that. It's already made £136,884. On what? For this bottle, for these water bottles. Do you know what it is? You know what it is? Mm-hmm. I give the general population too much credit sometimes. Yes, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I see too many things I think, you can't sell that, you can't make money out of it. There's always a... Was it, oh, what's the expression? You know, where they're, they're, There's always one round of court, or something like that, where there's always one. Yes. There's exactly. always someone you can send it to. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, suckers, always, suckers born every minute. That's it, suckers born every minute, that's the one. But talking of suckers... Right, I'm going to tell you how this works. Yeah, it's called on. a Revo. Talk about top of the flops. This yeah. is crazy. You drink one bottle You drink one bottle from your Revo, yeah? So you fill it full of water yeah. and you drink it. There's an app that recalls how much water you've drunk. Right, okay. The Revo app shows you how many plastic bottles you've saved using Revo. So every time... So you've not yeah, got so a, instead of buying a bottle of plastic, yeah, just but what the, if you what if you were at home filling up a reusable jug anyway? Exactly. For every bottle <laughs> drunk, <laughs> the way you're like, exactly. No, no, Gary, we do not need to pull this idea apart anymore. It's obvious why it's going to fail. For but, every yeah. bottle drunk yeah. from every rebo, we fund a collection of one plastic water bottle polluting our environment. Yeah. Uh, okay. The funds generated with rebo go to a plastic bank, which pays collectors in emerging countries based on the waste of the plastic they collect. Okay. But unless you go out and take it from the sea, that is never going to do anything. Exactly. Also, it's unsustainable because once they've collected all the bowls, yeah. what are you going to do with the money? No, exactly. They, so you're going to fly all these people to collect all these bowls. Yeah. You've got to keep the you've got to keep them sustainable. So you've got to generate the bowls to keep them in employment. Yeah, exactly. All I'm, these people are going to get paid, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So collecting bottles, they go, oh, I've got a job at last, you know, yeah, in these yeah. own countries. And all of a sudden, there's no more bottles for them to pick up. Exactly. I mean, all the fish aren't dying, so that's what, a good thing. Yeah. Now they've run out of jobs. Yeah. But, but again, you know, you're not saving the fish, Daryl. Unless you go to source and stop it, then you, you, you won't... Clearing, clearing up the, the bottles that actually land on the beach... Yes. ...are, like, not even 1% of the plastic that's in the ocean. How, many, how, much, how much plastic bottles are there on the beach? What is the cost of one? How, how do, I know like there's a Gorillaz album called Plastic Beach, but yeah, no, they... no, there's there's a reasonable amount. But here's the problem: it's mostly at sea. 
the plastic. And that's the problem is it's coming from the rivers and stuff and going out to sea. Also, it's in bits and chunks and little pieces. Yeah, yeah, you can't use like down. microfibers. Yeah, yeah, you can't exactly, see it. Yeah. That's yeah. how it's getting and that's fish. What's fish. Fish is not swimming bowls. No, they're, they're swallowing little bits of plastic. plastic yes, so yeah. unless you go get it from the ocean, it, the, the ones on the beach, other than being unsightly, are not cool, they're not solving the problem. I can't believe we're spending five minutes talking about something we agreed in five seconds was an awful idea. And, it, and I've got to say, though... You've got to recharge it, because it's got Bluetooth, and it, if it runs out of thing, you're not going to know how much time... You, it's a recharge... <laughs> 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 oh, I, I reckon Steve Ballmer's the CEO of that company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rebo, it's called. Look it up. It's oh, no, I'm not going to look it up. I'll start getting adverts for it. People will ads- look it up and just go, what? Can I fake drinking? No, the, no, you can't. The sensor is capable of recognising... Are you on the FAQs behavior. at the moment? Oh, it rec- it's got AI on board, does it? Yeah. It recognises human behaviour. It recognises when you're drinking from the, through rhythm and pauses. How does it know rhythm and pauses? Riv- riz- riv- not river, rhythm. R- river. It knows when you're drinking from a river. <laughs> <laughs> it is so smart. Okay, I'm going to throw this to them. Let's see if that's in their FAQs, right? How does it know I'm drinking water and not vodka? Exactly, it doesn't. How does it know somebody hasn't poured me a bottle of Skittles vodka? How does it know that you haven't bought a plastic water bottle for the water, poured it in there? Because it's smart. And then it's, it's, it's and a smart drink. bottle. That's what you do. You, yeah. get a, you get a plastic water bottle and you fill it up from a plastic water bottle. That's what you do. Yeah, you buy a bottle of water. <laughs> no, no, that's what the people that got the job picking up the plastic bottles, that's what they're going to do. Every day, yeah. they'll spend a portion of their salary on buying plastic water bottles <laughs> and pouring the water into the green token so they get paid to go pick up the plastic bottle that they've just dropped on the ground. Yes, exactly. Genius. Yeah. Genius. And then yeah. they just pretend to drink the water. By okay. We haven't saved this company. We just saved the people they're going to employ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can tell by pauses. So you just pour it out a little bit. But... Go on, no, mate. no. It is one of the worst ideas. But you know what it is? It's because that's a big area at the moment. People are aware that, that we have actually got to start looking after this yeah. planet. And, and, and I'm all for saving the planet mm. and all for green, but this just sounds like a load of woke. Yeah, it really, no, and, and that's exactly what it is. But as they say, go woke, get broke. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, get woke, go broke. Sorry, I think it's the, uh, the expression. Because you, people think that they're, they're doing something that's amazing and therefore everybody's going to get behind it. And it's their hubris. And it's, it is. And, and that actually was a good thing to bring into this because that's what Top of the Flops is all about. It's about hubris, isn't it? Yes. And that's what we love about this section of the show is we get to look at things and say, if you would have taken a step back for a second and said, hold on a second, my ego tells me because I came up with this, it's a good idea. But I'm going to take a step back and actually think, is it a good idea? And that is a fundamentally flawed idea. Now, there is some good ideas out there. There's a guy who's recently on Joe Rogan's podcast. Talking about sleep. No, no, that's Dr. Matthew, or Professor Matthew Walker. Um, but no, there was a guy on there who, um, his whole thing was about clearing up the plastic in the ocean. Yes. He was talking about there's one river, one river of all the rivers in the world that contributes 1% of all the plastic that goes into the ocean. Yes, and it's yeah. in India. Yeah, yes, it is, yeah. Um, but So what they need to do is they need to, to essentially create a net yeah. for mm. wanting of a berry, especially, but it's a smart net. How, do you, how, yeah. how did all the plastic get to the river in India? 
Uh, I don't know. I imagine that there was probably people using it like they used to use. Wasn't China used for recycling because yes, of the so metal? They, they sent all the so they sent all the recycling. recycling yeah. people, yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah, sorry about the language there, people. Um, just in case. Because I'm not 100% sure what you said then. No, I wasn't sure. Oh, right. Because you bit your lip as you were talking. I, I was like, wait, did he swear then? No, I'm not sure, but I'll apologise all the same. You know, like, it's, but look, that is a terrible idea. Yes. That is an awful, awful idea. And I think we can agree... Did actually quick question last airbender right yeah just to round that off because okay. um, we didn't really I mean this is uh, not going to go up there as one of our best no it's not flops. The definitely the flops, not no. no no but I think it's one that was it's been on the top of the flops list for a long time yes. and I think I think really just needed to come off the list yes. and there was no way of doing that other than talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's not like when I said to you we're not going to do new coke because it's been done to death and everyone's talked yes. about it. it was too long ago now. This one was still recent enough that we can kind mm-hmm. of talk about it, and it's in our wheelhouse film. But was it a financial success? I know did it. I know it cost one hundred and fifty million, but I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't. Think, I think it was. I mean, it was a flop in every way, shape, and form, like yeah. critically and commercial. I don't know commercially. Funny enough, right? I was going to say I, I don't know, but why you're checking that? One of our listeners has um, sent us uh, a message through to us and firstly mentioned your straw that they can hear yeah. every time you're having a drink. Uh, and secondly, that you're all... <laughs> it's actually starting to make me laugh now because it's that bad. Your awesome Wells was the ultimate dad joke. <laughs> you do not have kids. <laughs> Very far from it. Um, and, and funny enough, one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you mm-hmm. was what it's like actually being a parent okay you know because you because we always ask what have you been up to this week and i'm always sitting there i'm like ah, you know what i can't i can't really sometimes i can't think of an answer because my week is so fragmented because i am pulled from pillar to post because i have two kids that are two and under yeah mm-hmm. and they have got no concept of time they've got no concept of of waiting or or or, or stress or anything like that mm-hmm. so and the eight month old is a little diva yeah. I'm telling you, is somebody put a meme out there once saying, um, don't let it fool you when you have a first child and like an angel and they're quiet and it makes you think this parenting like is easy. So you go have a second one and they're like the devil spawn. They don't stop crying. They moan at everything. I love my son. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's cuddly. He's beautiful. He's laughing and stuff like that. But my, that boy's got no patience whatsoever. If he's hungry... He wants it yesterday. Yeah. If he wants his nappy changed, he wants it done yesterday. You know, like that boy will wait for nothing. Right, right? yeah. He wants his baby bum on. That's what he watches. There are other kids' programs out there you can watch. Unfortunately, and this is what I was going to mention to you, because we do top of the flops. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we talk about watching terrible things. You'd say that I've got terrible music taste. Right, right okay. And actually, while we're on that note, something a little, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this as a game. I think we might have to do it outside of the actual show and just, hope people trust us but i was going to do, to do a little test on who who universally has the worst music taste me or you right okay by doing like five songs each or whatever if we do a longer show maybe three hours we'll just dedicate one hour to music and during that time we play shuffle songs okay from our playlist right. so i have one play i've got a couple of play but one playlist that is every time i find a song that i'm like oh yeah i like that it just goes into that playlist and it stays there, even if I make other ones. Yeah. Right? It's just my, my very first playlist, and it stays there. So I'm thinking one day we're going to do a shuffle, and it's going to be our first five shuffle songs. Okay. And we're going to put it to a vote, to the general right, okay. public. 
Who's got worse music taste? You have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, me and you know that. Let's not spoil it, though. You know, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. Especially as I said to you, the, the, uh, one of the breaks is that you're starting to make me like your, your music. <laughs> <laughs> but with the kids thing, um, so as I was saying, my, my son has got, you know, no... No patience, sort of like. No, he's what, a child. Yeah, he's, well, exactly. He patience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, it's, he watches Baby Bum constantly. What is Baby Bum? It's like some kids, like animated CGI or whatever you want to call it, program. They do nursery rhymes, so I don't mind watching that because it's it learn. You know, my my oldest son he learned to count off the back of things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, and obviously with my my kids being um, mixed race, you know, from Chinese and English yeah, heritage, mm-hmm. um, I they they will pick languages up quicker. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the long term, mm-hmm. but in the short term, like imagine that if if a kid of their age is supposed to know a hundred words, yeah, mm-hmm. they might know. 60 of one and 60 of another. Mm-hmm. So they probably know more words, but yeah. it's a mixture of the two. You know what I mean? Because my kids are brought up in a house where they're spoken to in both Chinese and in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I speak minimal Chinese to them because my Chinese isn't that great. Um, but obviously their, their grandparents, for example, speak nothing but Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a conscious choice because uh, kids learn the nuances between different languages. And when they're older, it makes it much easier for them to learn other languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so I was sort of, pro letting my kids watch these things because as I said I was I was mindful of you know my oldest son coming up to that kind of schooling age and and you know sending them out to nursery and I want him to, yeah. to be able to sort of communicate and it was tremendous I mean the boy can do he's only two he can do the entire alphabet he can count to uh, we can count to 10 and then do to 100 bit in 10s. Right, so, I mean, yeah. to give to you any animal you want, it can do, you know, like... Tell you any animal you want. Like, no, you're showing I a picture an of an animal. animal. That's got, like, it's a bit like a fish. Funnily enough, we drew him a picture earlier and it was a fish. <laughs> but, it's a bit like a fish. Yeah. And it's a bit like a... Like a bit duck. like Timmy. Oh, a bit like... <laughs> yeah. I don't Anyway, like, I'm going to... Things down the well. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not letting you go into any more well jokes. You're not, you're not dipping into that well again, okay? Hey. Right, here you go. I'm going to end you on that a little bit. But um, anyway, the point of this story was because I, I saw that you were... I've been half mumbling along here because I could see that you weren't quite in a position to fully engage in this conversation <laughs> as you were doing something with your feet. <laughs> Most of the, and the, the beautiful thing about it was I've got a screen that's blocking my view. And I can see your top half, your torso, but I couldn't see your bottom half, so I had no idea what you were doing. And all I could think was, I am not looking around this screen. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep mumbling along. But the point was... Right. Is that I find myself now, because Baby Bum is on constantly. Yeah. I find myself... What's he Baby Bum for? I don't... It's Little Baby Bum. Oh, right. You know, right? I don't know why. But I, not only do I find myself now walking around the house singing it. Right, okay. I'm finding myself walking down the street singing <laughs> children's nursery rhyme songs well, like without my kids with me, Daryl. Baby shark, in here, You just fed it every yeah, yeah, yeah. brain. And they've got that on there, but they've got like a weird version of it. But yeah. it's just like, and I just find myself like constantly singing stuff. And I'm thinking, you know what? I've got a bad taste in music, but this is something else, Gary. Yeah, you yeah, need so. to like, yeah, you need, that's, that's the... Being the primary care of your kids and you're around them all the time, you realise that you give up your TV. It becomes their TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without a shadow of a doubt. It's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye from me. This next week. Exactly. This has been another show with Gary and Daryl. Thank you for listening. Follow us on all social media. Just look for another show 
2020. You'll find us on Twitter. You'll find us on Facebook, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You will find us everywhere. Just look for another show.